This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. Hello, Chamber Champions. Welcome to Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it's my goal here on the podcast to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor is Community Matters, Inc. With nearly 20 years in the chamber industry and over 100 media awards presented to their chamber partners, Community Matters provides the R&R that every chamber needs, revenue and recognition. When it comes to publishing a chamber map, directory, or community guide, Community Matters has the trusted experience to help your chamber accomplish your goals. With different advertising sales models and publication styles, Community Matters will help you create a non-dues revenue machine. Let's hear from Becky Womble, President and CEO of the Bastrop Chamber, to hear about her experience using Community Matters. I've been using Community Matters for probably six or seven years now. And um, in a previous life, I sold commercial printing, so I can highly recommend Community Matters because it's a complete turnkey job for any busy chamber exec. Um, Basically, you give them a membership list, and from there, they contact your members, and it's no high-pressure sales or anything, and it really is a complete turnkey job from start to finish. And it's a wonderful, beautiful printed product whenever you're finished. And I just, I'm very sold on Community Matters. And with a printing background, I just, big endorsement for me. To learn how Community Matters can support your chamber with your next publication, please visit communitymattersinc.com slash podcast to request your free media kit and request a proposal to find out what kind of non-dues revenue you can generate. Our guest for this episode is Tony Rubleski. Tony is currently the president of Mind Capture Group. His message is designed to help people capture more minds and profits. He's an in-demand speaker who's given hundreds of presentations, executive coach, best-selling author, and creator of the Mind Capture Bootcamp, now in its 13th year. He has over 25 years of experience in the personal development industry. His Mind Capture book series has spawned multiple bestsellers in a variety of businesses and coaching categories with Amazon. The acclaimed series has received many endorsements from a wide range of leaders in marketing, sales, psychology to academia, and multiple New York Times bestselling authors. Book number eight in the series, titled Positive Disruption, Volume 2, More Quotes and Questions to Upshift Your Life, released globally in 2022, and book number nine will release in the fall of 2024. His work has been featured in various media outlets ranging from Toastmasters International Magazine, the Detroit Free Press, the Fox TV Network, ABC, NBC, and CNN Radio, NPR, Entrepreneur Magazine Radio, and now on Chamber Chat Podcast. In addition, he's also served as faculty member with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and CEO Space International. But Tony, I'm excited to have you with us today here on Chamber Chat Podcast. I'd love to give you a moment to say hello to all the Chamber champions that are out there listening and share something interesting about yourself so we can all get to know you a little better. Well, Brandon, thank you for uh, bringing me on here and Happy New Year to all the Chamber executives. And the first thing I want to mention to all of them that are listening either now when they catch it live or time shift is that thank you for what you do. You know, we talked before we hit record here, I've worked with hundreds of chambers the last 20 years and being the CEO or even on staff at a chamber, sometimes the loneliest job in the world, Brandon, you do a lot. You have a ton of spinning plates. 
everywhere you go, people are watching you and you have a vital um, leadership role in the community. So thank you for doing that because right now I'll start out with a really hard hitting punch and a little bit of fun fact is leadership is in short supply right now, I believe. Um, the last three and a half years, the post you know COVID world 2020 on, it feels like we've been in an episode of the twilight zone and people just look like they're walking around kind of in a daze, like an earthquake happened. And we're still trying to recover, I believe, because we're not going back to 2019, Brandon. And I think a lot of our chambers know it. But again, I want to genuinely thank you because I think more than ever, here's my opening salvo or shot across the bow. Chambers, if they position right, will grow at an even better rate. It won't be easy. The chamber executives know this. But here's why I say that bold proclamation. Local businesses during the pandemic got hammered. Small business still took it. And many of them are still closing or trying to get back to where they were at, Brandon. Who can help them? Ding, ding, ding. I, I got the cowbell here. Okay. I'm going to ring it That's on my right. desk. Go okay. We're going to have fun. Is Chambers of Commerce. And I have a resource at the end of the podcast. I'm going to tease everybody. It's an article of seven reasons why every chamber, um, you know, every business should join their Chamber of Commerce. So I'm going to tease the, the listeners here. I'm going to make that resource available at the end. But it really ties into the fact that. You are the center of glue for many of your small to mid-sized companies. I know you have your big board members, your power companies, your nonprofits, your hospital systems. You need them for sure. However, if we're to revive small mid-sized business going forward now in 2024, I believe the chambers are well-positioned, massive credibility, and a track record to attract those new businesses or those businesses. You know what? We're kind of struggling still. Okay, this is exactly why you need the Chamber of Commerce. So I'm sticking to it, Brandon. I've seen it. I was very active in Chambers of Commerce for many years before I started my own company. And to me, um, they're the essential glue that sometimes even Chamber executives forget they're too close to it. They deal with all the, you know, the firefights and the committees and the board member that drives them nuts is, again, huge thank you. Keep leading because it does matter. Yes, I love that. Great shout out to all the chambers listening. So thank you for that. For sure. Uh, tell us a little bit more maybe about the Mind Capture group. I know I shared some in your bio, but tell us a little bit about the work that you do and kind of where your focus is. Well, I think the big thing is I came up with a new tagline with our team, Kelsey Sanders and I, she's my MacGyver on the Mind Capture team is really what I looked at is I help companies and their employees get inspired to share ideas instead of staying disengaged and quitting. Let me repeat, this is like our, our leading charge next year um, going into 24 is we go into the chambers of commerce, for example, and I do a session for their local membership. And the whole goal, if they have the nonprofit community there, some leaders and lots of small mid-sized companies that send their teams, is I'm there to inspire them to positively disrupt their mindset, which isn't easy, Brandon, because the world is so doggone negative. We're trained and conditioned to be drawn to negative news and headlines. I just came off an NBC affiliate this morning on live television, thanking them for bringing me on TV, because most of the time it's about all the bad things in the world or the good things far out the negativity. So this is where the chambers to me shine. They bring in high quality events. They bring in training and workshops. Sometimes they bring me in. But the whole goal when I'm doing training with a chamber or coming in is to say, look, I want the chamber members that bring their teams to get inspired. Many times the chamber staff will sit in the back room like, oh my gosh, we need this to get re-inspired too, so that we can feel like we can share ideas, that we're actually being heard. So if your audience, you know, if you're listening right now, unless you're driving, be careful, we're at the gym on the treadmill, is please write this down. People want to be heard, Brandon. 
your chamber members want to be heard. Like, hey, I'm the small business on Main Street or hey, I'm the, you know, the side hustle. I'm a, a working mom that has a full-time job and has a little side hustle business on Amazon or Etsy. And they join maybe reluctantly because money is tight. They want to know that their voice, their concerns are being heard. So the chamber can say, hey, we're listening. And we have some new programs or we're working on some programs that we're going to roll out to members like you to serve you as well. Not just the big players, not the old established companies of the community, but the emerging companies that are new and in the startup phase or the side hustle. As they grow, they'll never forget that the chamber was there for them. <clears throat> so that's a lot of what I do. I do a lot of training, as you might imagine. Um, and for me, sometimes what I've seen the last two years is chambers like, look, we need to come in and talk to our board about leadership. So a lot of times they'll say, hey, we, we've got your book to do a program for our membership. We want you to come the night before and talk to our board about leadership. So it's been fun to see that reemerge the last year or two coming out of COVID because, boy, leadership, you couldn't give it away in 20 and 21 because everyone was just trying to like figure out what's just happened here globally. We're all kind of been put into a timeout. The economy's kind of in a wonky position. And I'm in Michigan and our state got shut down for almost a year and a half, Brandon. Yeah. I'm not here to play politics, but it dramatically impacted uh, a lot of the small, mid-sized businesses to get back on their feet. And to me, that was where the chambers really could shine by saying, hey, this is why you need us more than ever to have the group collective, to have more of a voice versus just being alone on Main Street. Come join us to, to promote chamber of what? Commerce. Commerce is business activity. So I hope that helps. Yes, absolutely. And I, I like how you talked about kind of that mission that you go forth with positively disrupting mindset. And that's kind of our, our topic for today is how to positively disrupt your chamber community or and all of that starts with your mindset as a leader at your organization. And we'll dive in much deeper on this as soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year round affordable and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom Eat Shop Play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat. App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar. Partner with a local fair, festival, or farmer's market to provide a schedule, map, and other resources to promote the event. Run a small business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built-in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Are you looking for a way to grow and manage your Chamber of Commerce more effectively? Look no further than Chamber Nation. Their innovative software provides everything you need to streamline operations, engage members, and increase revenue. With features like event management, membership directories, advanced membership tools, mobile apps, Community kiosks and financial reporting, Chamber Nation makes it easy to run your chamber like a well-oiled machine. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your chamber to the next level. Visit richardscalendar.com to learn more about Chamber Nation today. Hey everybody, Donna from Yifty here. 
Today, just like Brandon, we're bringing you a guest speaker. First up is Gina from Durham, North Carolina. We've sold more than 3,300 community cards in Durham that are being spent at 51 different merchants. There's something for everyone. I'm Gina Rozier, Director of Marketing, Communication, and Placekeeping for Downtown Durham Incorporated, and I'm a very happy Yifty customer. We're the Bull City, and we created our spendable community card with Yifty years ago. Our participating businesses love it, and we had our best ever sales figures last year. Yifty is great to work with. They help with marketing the program, and it is truly turnkey for us and our businesses. Choosing Yifty has been a great decision for downtown Durham. Thanks, Gina. Wondering how you can have your own community card for free? Check out Yifty.com for next steps. Now back to the show. All right, Tony, we are back. So right before the break, we talked about the title of this episode being positively disrupting your chamber community, but also your mindset. Um, What does that mean for you as a leader? Um, And I know there's a difference between leadership and management, but uh, maybe touch on some of that throughout our conversation today. But um, how do you inspire individuals to positively disrupt their mindset and and in turn their their organizations? Well, I think for today, knowing the chamber, many of the executives or their staffs that may listen to this podcast is that I want to really hone in to what I call the three G's, make it really simple. The three G's um, to start 2024. The first one is gratitude. The second is goals. And the third is get healthy. And I'll go real quick through each one of those, Brandon. But what I mean by this is I want every chamber professional listening right now to know that I designed a lot of the thought process when I reached out to you to come on of how do we tune and recharge you, the chamber professional, you get drained. I know this because I've had conversations with many of you privately, where I do staff retreats sometimes where they're like, man, I just feel like, why do I do this some days? So if you're listening right now, I want to really gear this toward you, the chamber pro and really gratitude is the first G is to sometimes sit back and go, wow, we are making a difference. Boy, we had 20 events this year, and most of them were successful. That's something to be grateful for. But strip it down, what I do every day that I think might be of value. I actually handwrite in a journal with a pen and paper what I'm grateful for every single day. I know it's old school. It's not high tech, but it works. And here's the reason why I think it works. It reminds us as a daily habit that we have so many good things going on that we can overpower that one or two gnawing problems that all humans have. It's that one headache or that one issue that many times clogs our mental space like a a virus of the mind. So starting the day out with gratitude, it could be something as simple as in the shower, you say, hey, I'm grateful for another day. But I'm a big believer that when you write things down or you look at your gratitude list or your goals each day, it helps inspire you when someone's not there to give you a, a motivation talk, Brandon. And you've got to get yourself inspired. So gratitude to me, it also helps you get out of a funk where you're like, man, I just feel like, you know, this event's driving us nuts here at the chamber. You go, wait a minute, we've done successful events before. We will lead this event forward. It's not going to be easy, but it gives you that extra momentum to keep pushing towards the touchdown or the goal line when you feel like quitting. Okay. The second G is goals. We all know this, Brandon. A lot of times chamber executives say, a lot of your stuff is basic, but we forgot this. Really what I am, I'm in the reminding business of things we have forgotten that make us successful in our careers, okay? Goals to me, simple thing again is write them down, review them often, 
check off the goals you make. And Sarah, there's there's a momentum going on here, like a domino that tips. You tip one domino, the rest of the dominoes fall. But stop and go, wow, I, I put 10 major goals for the year. I already hit two or three of them. And what that reminds you is you've done this before and you can do it again. And again, when you write your goals down, it becomes more of a reality versus a dream or an idea or a wish. A written goal inspires you to go, hey, what? there's some more clarity here, okay? The third area, the third G is to get healthy. And I mean body, mind, and spirit, if you're listening. Um, the mindset to me is very, very important. That's my realm of expertise, okay? Motivation, inspiration, positive disruption. And to me, the world is so doggone negative that if you allow someone in a meeting or an event to rattle you and you carry that over throughout the day, that negative energy does rub off on your staff. It rubs off on potential members. It rubs off on people walking into your office. So the best thing you can do is to remind yourself, hey, I have to like reset, almost like you do with your computer, like control, alt, delete to reboot. I say, look, I have to defend my mindset each day. That's why I talk about gratitude, having your goals, um, reminding yourself with pictures of things you've done successfully at the chamber on those tough days to go, hey, we've been in tougher situations. We'll get through this. Um, continue about getting healthy, physical, this, the physicality of our health, Brandon. Um, I work out five or six times a week, not to boast. I made a goal 12 years ago when I turned 40, that part of me being self-employed is, Tony, you have to stay in shape. If someone's flying you across two time zones and you're in front of 500 people, you have to look good, feel good, and exude that you're healthy. So to me, we're at the new year here. Maybe it's something as simple as taking a walk a mile a day. Maybe it's joining a gym today and walking on the treadmill. I'm drinking water as we record this with my coffee, okay? More water, watching what you eat. Um, you know, the chamber luncheons, the chamber breakfast, maybe you cut back and you say, instead of two plates, I'm only going to have one plate. It's simple little things that stack up and you get those little wins. That if you start to compound those little micro goals towards your health, all of a sudden, February, March, you've lost 10 pounds. Well, you were more intentional. You set some little small goals. You chipped away at it and you started to stack little successes on it. So to me, the mindset part of the goals is very important as far as getting healthy the physicality, and also the spiritual side. I'm not here to preach or talk religion. That's not my lane. But I can tell you, having a good spiritual grounding, I've learned, and many executives in the chamber space are more open to this, um, gives you more of a deeper intentionality. So regardless of what faith walk you have or, or belief in a higher power, I believe that gives you more focus to say, hey, you know what? Um, there's a bigger picture going on here. What is the legacy that you as a chamber executive want to hand off? A lot of times that's more of a spiritual quest of like saying, hey, next 10 or 15 years in the chamber space, I want to leave the community better. Well, typically with some spiritual grounding, the body, mind, spirit, part of the health component, Brandon, it gives you a deeper why, a deeper reason to, when you want to quit the chamber, trust me, I bet half the listeners are going, oh my God, he knows me. he's been in my office. <laughs> I just know it's a demanding job. But here again is the reminder, like I said in the onset, right now, leadership is in short supply. This is the time, again, for chambers, and more importantly, each of you listening to shine as a chamber pro to step up and lead the community when they really, really need you. So write this down. Most communities really, really need you more than ever because we are still in a very funky timeline where there's a lot of confusion. What do we have coming up later this year? A presidential election. It's going to get nasty. I believe it's going to get very negative. I don't even like to say those words, but I'm also very pragmatic, Brandon. I'm an adult. That. It's where chambers are going to be like, hey, 
We know we got some politics going on. There's a lot of name calling, but we're here to, no matter who wins the president election, we're going to be here the next 10 years, next 20, next 100. So it's you as the chamber leader staying positive when everyone's going to be really bombarded with negativity during the campaign. And I'm sorry, a lot of politicians thrive on dividing. We have a lot more in common. This is another hint for your marketing for, for chambers. We have more in common than we have that's dividing us. I know that's controversial. It doesn't sell radio spots or television ads, but I'm here to tell you that if you can be a uniter, a great listener, a great leader, um, show the community what you're doing to positively disrupt and keep moving the community forward, you're going to shine. You're going to get referrals and you're going to retain a lot more members because they're going to go, wow, you're like a beacon of light in all this negativity right now, especially with all the politicians really cranking up the negativity from about probably June, July on till November. So I want a little bit bigger, broad picture there, but those three G's to me, pick and choose if you're listening and say, hey, you know what, I'm doing a couple of those or hey, you know what, I need to get my health better this year. And maybe this will be the inspiration to do it. Yeah. No, just to maybe expand on that a little bit, the yeah. gratitude aspect, I think it really puts in focus your why. Why do we do what we do? Yeah. And having the gratitude and and seeing, you know, all the good things you have in your life kind of keeps that motivation going. Um, the goals, just a little tip strategy that I that I was introduced to me a few years back is to picture yourself you know, sitting at a an airport, right? And a, a good friend you haven't seen for years comes up to you and says this is five years in the future. They come up to you and say, Brandon, how's it going? You know, how's life? And you say, it's great, but you really mean it. It's like, what about life is so great? And like form your goals from there. What does that future life look like? What are those things that you accomplish five years from now or a year from now, or whatever that timeline is? And um, kind of make that be your vision. It kind of makes it, a reality. Um, yeah. And then getting well, help. Go ahead. No, thank you for sharing. Continue. I, I love this. It's future pacing. And it's, a lot of people don't talk about this, but I, I love to hear your perspective because it's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I was going to touch on, on getting healthy. I think there's, there's a few things that human beings are meant to do, right? Like walking, <laughs> you mentioned walking and drinking some of these basic things. Right. And for some yeah. of us walking gets harder, you know, as we age or, you know, yeah. get out of health. So simple things like, like walking with some strength training, I've heard some indicators for, you know, um, longevity is being able to have good grip strength. You know, can you hang from a bar and just, you know, kind of have that be a measurement of how long can you hang from a bar as kind of a a marker for for longevity. So it's just interesting things. The ability to to jump, you know, up onto a little box or jump rope or something, another key for longevity. So just little well, little to tips. add to that. You know, that's awesome is to add to that, yeah, our physicality does change as we age. I'm 51 and I started guitar lessons three months ago. I've always wanted to take guitar. I'm self-taught. And about the second lesson, I almost quit. And you think me like, no, you don't quit. You're a goal setting guy. You're into all that personal development stuff. But Vincent, my guitar instructor was so patient. He's like, look, I know that chord's driving you crazy because my fingers wouldn't move the way my other chords did on the guitar. I just said, this is frustrating. I feel like a little kid. He goes, no, you're not the first guitar player. And the thing is, it's a fun challenge to start guitar lessons at 51. I feel like a seven-year-old with him sometimes. He does a great job of keeping it simple, but he also pushes me because I know how to I have a good speed on the guitar and I know somewhat how to play. So I can tell you another way to get healthy mentally is to try a new challenge. Go after an old goal. Maybe you take up dancing lessons. Maybe you try swimming at the local YMCA or, you know, a health club that, of course, is a chamber member. 
And uh, (laughs) just keep pushing yourself. And I don't know, Brandon, how people get bored. There's so much good stuff from YouTube to podcasts, um, so much free knowledge out there. There's tons of, I'm sure many of your listeners know, there's many of your chamber members have really cool businesses. They might have a cooking class at the local restaurant. Take up cooking. That's one thing my partner Linda and I have done is we're, we're learning to cook a new meal every month in the wintertime. So instead of just, you know, getting food out or eating on our own, we say, hey, let's make up the stuffed mushrooms today. Let's make some chili next week or two. And it's giving us something that we can both do together. That's fun. She's a better cook than me, honestly. And I'm learning and it makes, uh, we sit down and have that meal much more appreciative and grateful because we made it. We spent time connecting. So there's tons of ways you can look at this. It doesn't always have to be reading like a self-help book. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But the more <laughs> practical thing is, when people ask me, how do you know what your why is? Well, go back to when you were a child, what really engaged you or had your interest. And maybe it was sports. So maybe you join a, you know, a part-time rec league for softball or intramural softball. Maybe you said, Hey, I used to be really big into football. Maybe you join a fantasy football league. I don't know. There's plenty of cool opportunities instead of staying in the same old status stuck rut. And as members are listening or your, your subscribers are in chamber world, this is a new year. So why not try something new? Yeah, absolutely. So earlier in our conversation, you mentioned something that stood out to me about leadership being in short supply. And and you also alluded to there's a, a certain loneliness that comes in leadership too. You know, you, you get doing the work and you're often the only one in your community doing the work that you're doing. Um can you expand a little bit more on that about the the leadership being in short supply? And and there may be chamber leaders, not to you know damp anybody's parade. There might be chamber quote unquote leaders that aren't maybe leading. You know, maybe they're doing yeah. more managing of the chamber, but not necessarily leading. So, what do you mean yeah. there? Oh, well, that's a great question. I think um the danger is you get in a firefighting mode. So uh, that many chamber executives will go, oh, I know exactly what that is. So you have to watch how much firefighting you're doing versus actually implementing and successfully pulling off your agenda and adding a few new things into it. But let me give you a few resources. Again, I'm in the reminding business that I think some chamber execs know. Some are like, I had not heard of that. Many of the state groups have state associations for chamber executives. That to me is a no-brainer. If I'm in your realm, you join your, your state chapter. In addition, you have everything from ACC, which is more of an American Chamber of Commerce executives, the U.S. Chamber Institute. I'd be remiss. I used to be faculty member there for many years in the Midwest. So you have IOM program, which allows you to network with other chamber and association executives so that you realize I'm not alone here. And here's the big aha. You can exchange best practices all the time. And that is wonderful to have multiple minds helping you solve a problem. If you're the chamber executive in Omaha, someone in Savannah, Georgia might have already done an event or solved a certain board challenge. They go, oh my gosh, here's how I dealt with that. That could shave years of worry off, save you a lot of time and and frustration by just networking. So those are a few resources. And here's the thing about being lonely. I've been self-employed for almost 20 years, Brandon. And when you're leading the company with our team or I'm out and about doing trainings and workshops, I, I can't tell them about maybe my personal life issues that I'm struggling sometimes too. Here's the big myth. People think that, you know, motivational speakers or inspirational people like me are always positive. We're not always positive. You know, I've had issues with my kids before. I have former partners. You know, I've I've had business failures too. I've had lots of success, but you don't go over Facebook and social media and talk about your failures. That's typically where you show your wins. 
So again, it's very similar if you're the chamber CEO or vice president with, with a for-profit business as CEO. Many times in that office, they cannot fully reveal the stress they're going through. So to me, leverage, there's nothing wrong with joining associations or groups that are there to support you so that you realize, wow, I'm not the only one that's going through this. And more importantly, you can exchange ideas that work to help each other to be even more successful. So again, leadership to me, you don't just wake up and you're born a leader. You learn to become a leader by doing the repetitions, by doing the projects, by getting work experience, by failing a lot. John Maxwell calls it failing forward, the great leadership expert. You're going to fail forward. You're going to have some events that fail and some that win. Okay, we need to focus more on the winners and then start to maybe get rid of a few events that are taking up too much of our staff, too much bandwidth. We're not making as much you know, revenue off of it. So it's a constant adjustment of, um, if you're like an airplane pilot, the stick that flies the airplane, you're constantly making those mid-course corrections as you're flying the plane as a leader because there's turbulence, there's change, there's new passengers coming on the plane. You have to know how to land the plane, which is to get the event done successfully. You know how to take the plane off, which is starting something new. So I don't know where that aviation reference came from, but it seems to be a good parallel to what chamber life is like. It is. And and to go along with that, the pilot has all of this data, right? They've got all their mm-hmm. dials and controls and altitude and everything that they can see kind of at their, their fingertips. And at your organization, if you don't have the key data points to be able to make those decisions, to be able to say our revenues up or membership or attendance or whatever the, the things are that are important to you to measure at these events or at your organization in general with membership or programs or whatever it may be, then how do you know what direction to go? Like you need to collect those key data points and revisit them often to see, you know, where you're trending. Are you going up or down? Is it positive momentum or negative? And and make those adjustments just like a pilot would. Yeah. And the other thing too, is for those members are listening is watch who in your chamber space locally that you're listening to. Um, I call it misery lives company. Or Eagles hang out with Eagles. Misery Lives Company is the chamber that says, you know, all my other neighbor, chamber executives around me and the surrounding communities are all complaining about this. Watch out for that because it can bring you down. I'm not saying you ignore the obvious, but you don't spend as much time at the water cooler on a Zoom call whining. You say, right, what do we do to solve it? Um, and Eagles hang with Eagles is the other opposite side of the pendulum. Model other successful chambers. It's easy now in the point and click world of either your cell phone or your laptop to find out what other chambers are doing online that's successful. Pick up the phone and call a chamber that's two states away and say, hey, I'm executive here or vice president. We want to try an idea. Do you have five or 10 minutes? It's not being afraid to put yourself out there. And here's the biggest mistake that most people make in business, and including chambers. They don't ask. A-S-K. They don't ask for an introduction to a potential member. They don't ask a board member for some advice. They don't ask another you know, potential business, hey, what are you guys struggling with? We assume that they're going to tell us and we think, well, I don't want to bug them. I don't want to be a problem. I know they're busy. No, you don't. If you hear the word, no, it's not going to kill you, Brandon. It's not, but you don't get unless you ask. It's the old Wayne Gretzky quote from the hockey world. You'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Same with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with it. If anything, it endears your peers to the fact that, hey, you're just like me, you're human, and you're willing to listen to new ideas and even counter viewpoints to push you. So hope that helps. Yeah. As the younger crowd would say, shoot your shot, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so for sure. I wanted to, to ask for chambers listening who want to take their organization up to the next level, or you could say 
who want to positively disrupt their organization. Uh, what tip or action item might you have to share beyond what you've already shared with us that they could maybe implement in their organization? Well, I think as we we air this in the new year, starting 2024 as this, is be thinking to yourself, who can your best chamber members take you to that's not a chamber member yet? Those not yet members. And here's what I would give if I was working with you in a in your boardroom. I'd look at your 15, 20 board members, for example, and say, hey, who are two or three businesses here in the community that need to be a part of this chamber? And if I'm the executive, I, I grab a pen and paper, I record and I write down, all right, Mike, who are two or three companies that you do business with here in Omaha that ha- aren't a part of the chamber? I'd like to reach out to them and talk about why they should consider joining the Omaha chamber. And you let your, your current disciples, your true believers, bring you to more people via referral. I call it introductions. As a matter of fact, I do an entire session on this for the last 20 years teaching referral marketing. But specifically for chambers is, who can your top members introduce you to? Even if they used to be a chamber member brand. And here's what I want to really convey to everyone listening. Don't let the old biases or the history um, damper your ability to go back and say, hey, the chamber's keeps evolving. We've changed. We've got some new folks on. We knew you remember 10 years ago. Let me ask you, has your business changed? Oh, our business has changed a lot the last 10 years. So has the chamber. That's how you get rid of that old history and you reopen the door because the only constant is change and growth forward. So that would be my big tip is your best members can bring you to other people that can join if you ask them. And the more specific you get, Brandon, if it's one restaurant, you say, who are two or three of the restaurants here in town that you network with or really respect or they're good that haven't heard of the chamber? The more specific on the ask, the much higher chance or probability they're going to give you a referral because you've made it where they go, oh, yeah, I was just talking to my buddy Mike at the other law firm, for example. One lawyer talks to a lawyer. Another banker might talk to another banker. A credit union will talk to another credit union. So work vertical markets, ask intentionally, and be very specific. So I just gave you a referral magic seminar in like two minutes. <laughs> we're free too how about that there you go <laughs> um so i i really like asking everyone i have on the show as we look to the future of chambers of yep. commerce i know you've got a, a long history working with chambers how do you see the future of chambers and their purpose going forward i think it, it bodes well for the chambers that believe in themselves and if you don't get too mired up into politics um not only at the national level but the the regional and the local is this to me is where chambers can really thrive. I gave up several clues in the interview that small, mid-sized companies sometimes are never even approached about chamber membership. Many of them know that they're battling. Um, let's be very candid. The data doesn't lie. A lot of the big businesses during the pandemic got huge PPP loans that were never repaid, didn't have to pay them back. In a lot of small, mid-sized Main Street businesses, the numbers, that, how many went out of business, they're having a tough go at it. So I'm not saying you you pick on your big members or your anti-corporate America, but that's a good data point to know to say, hey, we understand that it was challenging the last few years. We want to help you grow forward and introduce you to other people that can help your business, bring you training to help you retain more employees, to attract more employees. And that is a very, very key um, hot button for a lot of small mid-sized companies as the chamber can help introduce them to those opportunities. So I believe the chamber future, if you have the right mindset, obviously, it's very much you can grow now. When the economy is really good, here's the paradox. People are too busy for the chamber usually. Oh, we're just so busy because everything's going well. When you have a, a challenged economy or a flat economy, 
that's where if you're proactive in your outreach, chambers can really, really flourish. So flourish while the timing is right, which to me is the next several years. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a paradox, you know, for the individual businesses or the economy in general, um, you know, the, the times that the chambers really called upon is when it's the toughest time. So um, as we wrap up here, I wanted to give you an opportunity, Tony, to share any contact information for listeners who might want to reach out and connect. I know you had also teased about an article that you wanted to share as well. So give hey, an good, opportunity good recall, Brandon. So <laughs> two things, the easiest way to find me is if you go to mindcapturegroup.com. That's my main webpage. You'll see my face there and all the other goodies there, but mindcapturegroup.com. What I really want to issue as a special bonus here for those that are listening is I have an article on my blog and you can try to find it or I'll make it easy. Send me a direct email or even a Facebook message. My email is simply tony at mindcapturegroup.com. I will send you a direct link. I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to email you to the end of time. So please know I'm not going to do that. But the article is called Seven Reasons Every Business and Nonprofit Should Be a Member of Their Local Chamber of Commerce. I can't write a better headline than that. But the article <laughs> in the blog post, feel free to share it. It's copyright free. Um, share that with prospective members. Share it with people that are getting ready to renew. But it's a great article um, written from years of experience in the industry of why more than ever, you should join the chamber. So it's on my blog, but it's a little tricky to find. So if you email me again, Tony at mindcapturegroup.com, put, you know, the chamber chat podcast or, you know, the article seven reasons, I'll make sure I send that to you right away. But um, again, I want to make sure we added a ton of value because you're only going to remember maybe a couple key points from this interview. I know that because I, I listen to podcasts too, <laughs> but I want to make sure there's some take-home value that you can share with your organization that may not hear this podcast as well. No, and I appreciate that, ha having that article, that resource available to share. Uh, we will get your email and website in our show notes for this episode, too, to make it easy for people to reach out to you to get that article. But I hope as this episode comes to an end that everyone listening takes a few moments and just hit pause. Don't let the next episode start playing. Just sit in some silence. Think about those three G's, the gratitude, goals, and getting healthy. And what does that look like for you in 2024? And write down some notes about that and maybe revisit it towards the end of the year and see, see what positive changes, what positive disruption you've seen in your life. Um, but Tony, it's been a blast having you with us today on the podcast. I, you have delivered a lot of value for us. Um, if you have any any parting words before we let you go, um, I'll, I'll let you share that and then we'll we'll let you go. A couple things here. Thank you again, Brandon, for bringing me on. I love it. I saw, I've been scouting your Chamber Chat podcast for many months when I reached out. I'm like, I love this. So thank you for what you're doing. And um, I guess, you know, Happy New Year. You know, if anything, know that um, what you do is extremely important. Um, I'm getting ready to re-up at one of my chambers here in Michigan. I'm going to call them up and say, hey, I'm ready to join again. So I'm also an active, uh, I don't just preach about it. I actively work a couple of chambers in my home community. So um, thank you for what you do. And um, keep up the good work and know that, especially now in the year of election, this to me is where the chamber really has a powerful chance to, to shine against that negativity and say, hey, um, we're doing good things here locally. Come check us out. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us, Tony. This has been great. Take care, buddy. If you are a chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. 
When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry.